Hello, I'm Alan. I'm Rebecca. And if you're listening to this, then we recommend that you check out our podcast, the DCAU Podcast, where we watch the original DC animated movies, starting from Batman Mask of Phantasm and continuing on to Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War, and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Victorian Steampunk Batman, The Flash, Batman Beyond, Green Lantern, Old Man Batman, Martian Manhunter, and plenty more versions of Batman. Lots and lots and lots of Batman. You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DCAU podcast and subscribe today. Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And today we are going back to DC Comics Presents. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. It's always a good spot to go to. And we are doing a Superman and Zatanna issue. Yeah, look, I... Yeah, it, it, it should be. It certainly is. certainly was. Um, and I thought I'd pick this one, Connor, a bit of a raise random... Mm. Uh, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Look, I saw it on the cover as well. She's very different from her modern iteration. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there was it was about magic and kind of piqued my interest anyway, so I thought I'd just uh, go with the flow. But, yeah, it was a, yeah. it was an interesting one. Yeah, she has a few different outfits. There's a like, crazy one when she gets the Justice League. It's like a kind of superhero outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah, so astute listeners, I think it's going back to what episode fifty where we talked about our dream Superman team ups. I'm pretty sure oh, she came up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as in, I would like to see them team up more often. These two, because uh, I think it's an interesting combo, and I'd like the stuff of them together. Uh, as for Zatara, yeah. though, I really, I know the very basics about her. She's the daughter of Zatara. Mm-hmm. And she does magic by speaking backwards, and she's with like Justice League Dark. Uh, yeah, on she has stuff with Constantine now and then. So yeah, and there was that really weird self-insert episode in the Batman animated series, written by Paul Dini, uh, whose wife is a magician. So he put oh wow, so he like had Batman <laughs> and Satana hook up, and that was just weird. Oh like, wow, so you know, um, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, she's always the same. Interesting. I'm, I'm keen to like know more about her in, in, in the modern run, as well. Um, we do get a little bit of a kind of a well. This in, this issue is interesting in the fact that I love the we'll get to it, but the explanation of of magic, how it factors in within the laws of physics, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that stuff was interesting. Hmm. Um, you know, but but before we go there. Uh, as usual, we'll talk about the new Superman and Lois, because why not? Why not? And uh, 
Man, that was... I can't remember if it was episode five or four where I, I was like, screw five? this show. I five. think it was four where I was like, I hate this show. Um, oh, but you said something similar again. <laughs> it was yeah. a little latest well, on episode five. Um, listeners, if you haven't, go check out Connor's Facebook profile. Um, he, he kind of li- almost live posts, I'm imagining, Connor, uh, as you oh, watch I didn't, it. I didn't for the... Uh, actually, no, I did. Never mind. Yeah. I was, like, was going to say I did for the last episode. But that tends to make two posts about it. Yeah. Uh, the latter post being there was a point where I could recommend Superman and Lois to people who weren't necessarily just Superman fans. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, they just like good shows, but yep. that time has long since passed. <laughs> uh, which is unfortunate. I don't think it's, you know, I, I wouldn't call it good anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm still watching it and I still enjoy it, but like I don't think it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that's, I mean, that is a an, a way to put it, I guess, kind of. Because Whereas like, I thought it was a good show at one point. Right, yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, look, you're saying that you're still enjoying it. I am as well for what it is, like, you know. Mm. Um, so I guess that's where we're differentiating between what makes a good show and I guess just accepting the arena that it's part of. And for me, yeah. it's, it's very much a CW show now. It's like yeah. it's it's really showing its uh, showing its true colours in that regard. Uh, but having said that, and, and I'm not a fan of CW shows, as listeners may know. Uh, but having said that as well, it's I'm still watching it. It's, it's I'm enjoying it for. Uh, well, the big difference, yeah, is that the fights and the special effects look good. Yes. So, yes. And you know, yeah. in yeah. no small part due to Zack Snyder because. Mm-hmm. They, they've referenced that shot where Superman's punching Zod through the cornfield. Mm-hmm. They've done that shot numerous times, like I think twice this season. Right, yeah. Um, the exact same camera angles. So, but yeah. yeah. Um, it is fun. And, and yeah, sorry. I counted. Yeah, this is what. I counted. So there is six plots that are full of drama. Potentially eight to nine, but they mm. overlap with each other. But that's too much. Some would love we that. You don't need but... <laughs> six different plots. Like, I know. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I wanted to watch The Days of Our Lives, sure, that's that's what I want to see. <laughs> but I'm watching a show with Superman in the title, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to agree with that regards. I mean, it, it seems like it's just um, service. I'm not sure if that's the right word, servicing a lot of the actors saying, look, I want to make sure that you're not left out. So, you know, you get your bit, you get your bit. But, you know, that doesn't actually, maybe that's detrimental to to actually the quality of the whole show because you don't need to. I mean, I'm sure it's in their contracts as well. You'd understand if if people go missing for an episode or so. You don't have to have everyone in there all the time. Yeah. You know, so the, the big thing, right, is... I mean, you'd have episodes of the X Files where one of them would have a bit part. Yep. Yeah. And you think if Eddie Shaw would have to have both, it would be that. But like, you know, there's that Stephen King episode where Scully's off by herself for the whole time, and Mulder just appears like when he calls her because he's bored, mm. but he doesn't do much. You know, yeah. like you don't have to. So my big problem right now, I mean, one of my my biggest problem, I guess, is the whole Lang family. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole with her husband having had that affair years ago and stuff, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't. Like, the, this is the Lane family. This is not the Kent family mm. or, the, or the Lane family. This is the Lang family. They're not 
they're not a part of the Superman and Lois title. Why are they getting so much screen time? And that it's not related to anything. Like the only time it crosses over is when she asks Clark for advice. Yeah, it might become related later on, but I don't see how. And it's like what really annoyed me was that at the end, uh, like she's like, "Oh, Kyle, you're gonna have to move out of the house." Mm-hmm. Now I'm not talking about the action itself, like whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the fact that. I was like, wow, they're really going to milk crap out of this plot line. If he's getting moved out, now we're going to have to deal with angst about split-up parents. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was already too much. Yeah. And now, God, what, are they going to drag this out for seasons? It's like, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look, the, the, maybe the tangent it's um, heading towards, and, you know, maybe we don't see any more of it, and maybe it's more so the effect on Sarah... I don't know, and then then well, you kind of get Sarah and Jordan. Yeah, but I unfortunately, when I say that, I can actually see them also pursuing, you know, the actual storyline of of mm. Kyle getting back with with Lana. Whereas they don't. My sense is that they they use that as a means to their to an end of actually having it have an effect on Sarah, and then you kind of link that back to the Kents, you know, with how she <laughs> deals with Jordan that sort of stuff. The plotline of them being kind of side characters in the first season, but, like, you know, they had a bit of a troubled past, but Kyle's a fireman and stuff, and they were trying to make it work. That was fine. Yep. It was on the side, but now it's just too much. Mm. It's like it could be its own show. Yeah. Uh, its yeah. own crappy drama. Um, like, I would rather see Wallace and Superman split up, because, God, that would be full of angst, but at yeah. least they're the main characters. Yeah. Well, actually, at the same time, at least I don't do that as well. I mean, because that would be pretty predictable, I'd be right? That. <laughs> I don't think it's predictable at all. I think Superman and Lois are like a sacred cow as a couple. Oh, are they? So I, don't... Okay. I, I thought they'd the, just break up all the time the... and get back together. No, no okay. after that Superman and Wonder Woman fiasco, God, oh, okay. you'd think the world ended when Superman and Lois went together for a few years. Like... Mm, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh... Anyway, and, that's fine. I, I mean, like how Bizarro spoke backwards. So yeah. Um, there's also as well, I'm finding a little, um, look, it's not one of my favourite plot threads, is the Jonathan with the drugs thing. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I found it amusing when Jordan thought that he was developing powers as well. Uh, so it's like, oh, yeah, let me help you. We can, we can kind of train together. But, yeah, I'm not liking this whole thing about, I mean, and I understand it's probably you know, relevant for or, or entertaining for younger younger viewers, uh, maybe at the same mm. age as, you know, Jonathan and Jordan. But, yeah, it's just like, it's just a, succumbing to temptation and peer pressure, all that sort of stuff. I'm thinking yeah. about when I was that age, I was watching stuff like X-Files and Supernatural. I wasn't watching soap yeah, operas. Right. Yeah, <laughs> again, it might be, yeah, just a, a certain clique of, I don't know, yeah. genre it's of fans. Like a, so. I mean, Smallville got bad. Like, there was... But Smallville getting bad, you could pin down to one thing. Yeah. Bad is in, like, poorly written drama, is what I meant. And you could pin that down to one thing, and that was Lana. Oh, okay. Boy, that that romance... Oof, oof, rough. Everyone who's watched Smallville knows exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone I've talked to has this opinion. But, man, I think this show's taken it to... New Heights. Uh, <laughs> like, Smallville never got this insufferable. Right. Like, it, it, it would have one plot line that would be insufferable, but that was usually it. Yep. Um, We've got eight. This is, 
<laughs> and like as I said, like I I mostly enjoyed this new episode. It wasn't until the very end where she kicked Kyle out. I'm like, are we really doing this? I enjoyed the rest mm. of the episode, and I was aware of all the drama plots. But hey, whatever. Yep. Um, it was weird, and of course, Lois and her sister end up fighting again. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about her. I, I I thought that was amusing uh, when she was talking about gridiron tactics and stuff. I thought they. Uh... I, I thought they did look like sisters there when they were both wearing the beanies. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, oh, yeah. Incredibly, incredibly attractive sisters. But <laughs> God, that's the other thing. It's a bit of that disconnect when yes. everyone is... Some people are just so attractive in the this models. small town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're more attractive than Superbad. <laughs> Tyler Hoechlin. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, look, I... I... I'm now just kind of yeah, I'm just riding the wave of it. It's it's, yeah, it's enjoyable same. just because you know, just a little bit of, I know innocent, just viewing. Um, not totally invested in it, but I I'm just enjoying you know yeah seeing Tyler Hoechlin. Which who would have thought Connor we were talking would be saying that earlier He's on the we best were part of the show, yeah <laughs> we were ragging on him before and uh, I don't mind seeing him and seeing what he does uh, as Superman. Uh, all the other stuff is kind of white noise a little around it yeah um but it's uh, i've come to the conclusion obviously that it, it is it is a cw show and in, in the best in the in the truest sense and i think the beginning like the first season it it wasn't which is strangely yeah. really appealing it's like wow this is taking it like at a different perspective but now and it's now kind it's of just, yeah you know, it's a bit, bit more like this is this second season is what I was worried would happen to Stargirl, and it did not. Ah, yeah. It was called Stargirl Summer School. Right. But they were barely at school. Solomon Grundy was running around. You have a clip, so it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is not that. This is like the opposite. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they put stuff for us in the, like, the avalanche, you know. Yeah. I love seeing, I love seeing the avalanche. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And, you know, when he does Superman stuff, it's like, yeah, so what that, did that's he, what strings me along. Um, what did he do there for a second? He he froze it all, and then he used his heat ray to just smash it? Was that it? He evaporated. Evaporated. Okay, right, yeah. yeah. Still so, get some rain, but, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was awesome. I loved seeing that. And that, that again, it, it, it took it felt like a throwback to you. Know, he just, but he stops these natural disasters using his powers, like, in these yeah. crazy ways. Oh, yeah, you know? we've seen that, yeah, many times as well. Which so. is, like, one of my favorite Superman tropes that doesn't happen as often. As it used to. I mean, you would know now, Ray, like, this is really a thing that was big in the Silver Age and the Bronze Age, less now. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it did pop up in, in the other um, more Unchained. recent. Yeah, Unchained. And um, is that that's recently uh, for, was it the Seasons, was it called? Um, for All Seasons. For All Seasons, yeah. Oh, when he stopped the fire? The fire, the river as well? Wasn't there something to do with the river, the dog? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I guess that's like two occasions I can think of. No. After like 1986, right. yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's not like it's popping up at every issue I read. Oh, uh, we'll, okay. yeah. It'll usually pop up in the if we go back to this far, it usually pops up. Yeah, right. Every time, but um. Anyway, that's not even the point. Uh, it was fun. I really liked watching that, and that's that's the stuff that I watch it for now. I think it's just getting yeah. the occasional cool Superman stuff, you know, and like Bizarro's cool as well. Bizarro, uh, yeah, but uh, Tyler does really well as Bizarro. I think that's. Um, oh, I, I actually, I like the. I thought that was a little nifty touch. The Bizarro. Um, it was like a profile fight scene along the corridors with the, yeah. the guardsmen, and then you get 
exactly Superman the opposite. Superman doing it later. Yeah, but uh, as in like a mirror image, like everything's the other way. Um, yeah, really good. That, see, that, doesn't that feel too good for that show? Like yeah, everything yeah. else that's going on, like that. Because yeah. like it's too quality and it's too yeah, it's too subtle or whatever. Um. It was really, <laughs> and even even the like the fight choreography itself, it it kind of reminded me a little. Um, of the hallway fight scenes, or like say Netflix, but yeah, just done in a different way. And and well, they... yeah, they they didn't go for that, which was good. No, uh, but they did this really cool thing. It was a very it was a very intentional thing of having the shot absolute side on. Um, so for the it, for it those looked a bit like now that you mentioned that, maybe it was like old boy. Oh, Have yeah, you yeah. seen that? Um, well, a while ago, yeah, but yeah, there there was that famous fight in the corridor. It was yeah. side on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe it was a nod to that. Uh, yeah. Either way, it looks really good. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that fight. Um, yeah. And I probably like a lot of other people, I thought he would have heard the boys arguing and that would have mm. enabled him to get the strength to go, but no, he just gets taken out. So, yeah. God, that, that new general, oh, he's a piece <sighs> of work, isn't he? What's his name? Anderson? I can't remember. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. despicable. Yeah, he is, isn't um, he? Like, just when you think that Superman has his measure... Uh, he comes back with something else, and yeah, yeah. And although I thought it was funny, it's like we're going to put him with his brother. It's like I, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think you yeah. should not do that. I think he's you should put to, him somewhere else. Trying what? to s- save on resources or something, you know? It's yeah, like, like it's cheap. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it's cheaper. Let's just put them together. Well, yeah, while they're building another red sunroom. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and what was that? Get... That was a. Uh, um, sorry, just from memory. Um, it was early on in the show. Didn't we see Lana in the spacesuit as like in the, one of the the yeah yeah in the Bizarro squadron uh, suit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Bizarro. Sorry, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, that, see that like what we're talking about. There is stuff that's interesting that you know mm. we're looking at. Um, there's just a lot of other stuff. As I said, there's too many plot lines. Yeah. When there's fewer plot lines, it's less likely that there will be garbage. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode, despite everything, uh, because, <laughs> and like, you know, you know, you gotta get to have some stupid, like, uh, oh, we're not so different, you and I, cow Oh, whatever. it's, uh, it's, it's gonna come, know. it is gonna come, <laughs> yeah. Um, even though that we've concluded at this, uh, point, cover your ears, kids, that Morgan Edge Towers are dipshit, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, that... It's weird that I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Um, oh, really? Because... Um, yeah, I'm not not I could do without him. Really, really. I think it's because I know if he's there, it's just there won't be like drama. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Like I'll just get something else as opposed to you get the, like, the angst, the sci-fi action side of things. Yeah, I, I yeah. won't get angst. Oh, yeah. Which again, like I didn't think he was very good in the first season. Not the actor's fault. No, no. The... Um... Oh, I just think yeah, that was. The way that he developed over that that first season, the whole just, yeah. the whole choice of villains for the first season was bizarre. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Like, but anyway, they're doing better with their villains this season. Yeah. Um. This. Anyway, uh, anything else to add? Um. No. Just yeah. I'm looking forward to next episode as well. Um. They're they're yeah. fun to watch. I mean, as much as we kind of nitpicking stuff i mean they are they are fun to watch uh, um different level of enjoyment different kind of enjoyment than other like shows that are you know subjectively better 
but mm. I still, I still, yeah, I still enjoy them. Yeah, it's nice to have something to watch yeah. every week, exactly. and it's not something that's, it's not like uh, something that's going to leave me absolutely hanging. Like I need to see the next episode straight away because yeah. that could be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. This is like okay, I've watched it. I don't. I'm not hanging out for the next episode, but I'll watch it when it comes out. It's just a rare, <laughs> nice middle ground. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So a bit of comfort watching. Yeah, it'd be cool if Satana showed up, which is a nice segue. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is a nice <laughs> segue as well. Yeah. So again, so I just want to remind our listeners: if you made it this far, you know our special project is coming up soon. We're giving away a prize to guess. Listen to our holiday episode. What it is, <laughs> you know, to guess what it is. But I guess people don't want prizes, so no. Well, yeah, yeah. You know? so tune in, uh, check it out, and maybe we should just like as a as a prompt put something on our social media as well, Connor, just to hmm. entice. So we want to reward this behaviour, right? Oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. So. I don't know if you if you're up for it, we can fly off to God. Where do they go? Oh, the the, well, the magic dimension. Yeah, let's let's fly to that magic dimension. Right. Up, 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 bend away. Hi, this is Phil, and I'm here to make sure you know all about the Capes and Lunatics Patreon. Don't miss out on all new episodes of Wade's World, Boob Windows and Long Boxes, our hard R movie reviews, and so much more. All completely uncensored. Access starts for as little as $1 a month. Full videos when you pledge $3 a month. Check us out at the link in all of our show notes, or just go straight to patreon.com slash capesandlunatics. Hope to see you there. Whoa, this is crazy. It's actually, no, it seems pretty normal. It's just full of weird elves or something. Yeah, I which I have to yeah. discuss with you at some point, Connor. <laughs> it was a bit odd. Didn't expect it. Uh, it absolutely was a bit odd. I think it's like a lot more abstract than what we got. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so Man of Might meets Made of Magic, DC mm. Comics presents Superman and Satana. A pretty cool cover, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, so Satana's... This doesn't happen in the issue, obviously, but Satana's falling and she's like, help, I can't fight off these birds of prey. I've lost my magical powers and these yeah. birds. Are... Oh, that, that does yeah. happen, Connor, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it does, but not like oh. this. Oh, okay. Any, or I guess maybe it does. <laughs> and I've lost my superpowers, but I could try to save Tatata because now I have her magic and he's riding this magic carpet. Magic which carpet, is which I think is yeah. hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, it's a great it's a great uh, cover. I think it's it's really um, framed really well by the those birds, birds of prey. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first thing that struck me, and this is because I don't know too much about DC, was that, yeah, oh, Satana's not in her... Like magician outfit, yeah. <laughs> so Her iconic um, look, high, yeah, the iconic look. So, uh, but you know, still, still very cool. Superman's pose is awesome. Mm. Um, you know, anyone that's ridden a magic carpet would do that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can uh, do that in Mario Brothers too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, really good, uh, really good cover. Um, yeah. 
Now, I was going to ask you, Connor, like the year that this was made, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 1980. 1980. Yeah, did was Zatanna like a big thing? Do you know? Did I she know. have a, like a, don't know whether she had her own title or, uh, you know. As this, I said, like I, I yeah. know the real, real Just the basic, basics. Yeah, pretty much uh, the same as me then. Again, if we had, because this is a bit short notice, you'll see why in our next episode, but we have a guest, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if this, if I thought about it, this issue would be someone we would have gotten, like a guest who knows about Satana. Yeah, on. true. Because uh, yeah, it's always good to, to have. Yeah, it's always good yeah, to have someone that is a big fan of that character. Plus, I like her. Yeah, me so too. It's, it's a bit like the Spectre. I like the Spectre, so we get a guest on. If it's a character, I'd like ambivalent towards, and I won't feel as inclined to get a guest. So yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know that much about her. I mean, she was in Justice League 200. Like, she's in the Justice League. Yeah. I don't know if she's in it at this point, but, like, she's in the Justice League in this era. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, so 1980, do you say? Far out. That's a, that's a pretty cool. Yeah. Jerry Conway. Um, mm, so, good writer. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Um, so, um Happy to happy to say that I would you know I enjoyed the story. Uh, yeah, what do you amazing Spider Man and mm-hmm. Daredevil. Yep, Alan. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was well written. Um, yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be as interesting as it was in terms of like oh, we're really sort of putting like science to the magic, mm. which I thought was cool. Yep, uh, uh, you know. Which I just didn't expect it to be that type of story. I thought it was going to be a lot more wham bam. Yeah, um, and it was wham bam. But well, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of thankful it, um, that Conway did introduce that. I mean, because that for me was <laughs> a, the main portion of of the the story. I mean, of course, you get the action scenes and stuff, but the big takeaway was this explanation and trying to rationalise um, through Zatanna and Superman um, how magic kind of fits in and how explaining yeah. why superman is um is affected or not affected say by magic uh and yeah and how the powers work for zatanna say so um it mm. was yeah it was it was really good i i wonder again like uh whether this is like a self-contained thing or or it's actually repeating something that had been established yeah. before for zatanna in the dc universe but um yeah but yeah. i thought it was a nifty way to to explain magic I'll, I'd have to look at my Superman encyclopedia for his vulnerability to magic entry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is a new one for mm. me when it explained his vulnerability. So, right. uh, I mean, I'll quickly read out the introductions to both characters. So mm-hmm. we have rocketed as a baby from the Doom Planet Krypton. Kala reached Earth, whose environment gave him superpowers. Posing as mild-mannered, Newsman Clark Kent, he fights evil as Superman, and her mother was a member of a race of natural sorcerers. Her father was a magician in his own right and a sometimes superhero. Their daughter is the amazing woman named Zatanna. So I do know her father, Zatara, was in action comics. Oh, okay. I yep. believe he debuted in action comics one. And, he did. And yeah. he's, he just called himself Zatara? Didn't have like a, a code name or anything? No. I think that is kind of his the, Oh, that is? Okay, I thought that was their names. All right, yeah. Giovanni John Zatara is his name. Oh, so it's okay. kind of a code name, kind of a real name. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I always thought it was cool that he debuted the same issue as Superman. Right. I guess yeah. he wasn't technically a superhero, though, back then. But, mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah, and yeah. I know her. I'm pretty sure Satana's mother, being a queen of this race, is a thing. Yeah, I love this idea. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's an interesting idea. It's called the Night of It Rained Magic. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> this is this hippie van? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, here we go. It just should... all kicks off. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I should read out these credits before I forget. Oh yeah, sure, um, sure. So. Jerry Conway, the writer, Dick Dillon, and Frank Caramonte are the artists. Milt Snappen is literate. Jerry Serps is the colorist. Or Jerry Serpe, sorry, and Julia Swartz is the editor. And I'll be remiss at this point if we didn't thank our patron, Tasman. Oh, of course. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Tasman. Uh, thanks heaps for the support. Yeah. And if you guys if you guys want to check out our Patreon page, there'll be a link as usual. Yeah. There's cool rewards to be had there. I think someone have shipped off at some point already. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, this hippie van. So it, the, the opening spread is a hippie van is going off the bridge. Oh, bloody hippies. Superman is yep. flying over the bridge. And, yep. I love yeah. this, actually. He actually is Arctic breath, mm. but he actually sucks up the van. Yeah, um, I've never seen this before. No. Um, so he actually lifts it or, or lessens the blow of it, basically. I don't think he lifts it up. He just kind of cushions its descent. Um, but yeah. at the same time, we see, of course, we know, but we see some weirdo electrical energy thing happening to the van at the same time. I uh, didn't notice that until now. Oh, you didn't? Really? Okay. <laughs> no, there's the line. Yeah, how did yeah. that? Oh, I guess I was focused on his breath. Oh, the breath. He sucks up and goes uh, down. Yeah. Well, he, he goes about his business. He, he repairs the bridge and everything. Yeah. Even, like, slightly berates in his mind the driver. What does he say? Um, I wish I had time to stay in lecture him myself you know about this guy so obviously a um not a very good driver but he off he flies and yeah we see zatanna and zatara uh in the van and they were responsible for actually for saving the day right i'm sure superman's breath did it but they stabilized the van and she she uh zatanna gave him the fraction of the second he needed to yeah save the van yep which is funny because like you think he knows because she's leading out fully and like firing okay, uh, yeah. things because she's leaning out of her car firing things at the van. And oh all. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like that's not that subtle. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, um, yeah, which is again maybe that's the the magic um, shortcomings of Superman. But you know, I'm assuming he can see beyond other spectrums and stuff. But yeah, the the energy was not known to him. It was invisible, mm-hmm. so he he did had no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I'm assuming he doesn't seem to notice it at all, so it was blind to him. He was blind then, uh, to it. Sorry. Yeah, she starts talking and she's going on about, you know, this uh, cosmic drama, like preordained fate and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She really went into that thing about, yeah, yeah the destiny. And the, the cosmic, like everything's foretold a million years before before we were born. So it's like, she oh. seems a uh, a lot more mystic here than mm. she has to me before. But okay. it's cool because it's you know this is obviously that's the speech that's introducing her character yep. Yep. to new readers. So and and then we get the the would be villain, or uh, well, eventual yeah. villain, Caligro. The great Caligro. Um, and he's got a bit of a grudge against both of them, I guess. Um, yeah, it's Zatanna. more of like a general grudge. General grudge, like, yeah. Like, he, he's an illusionist, but he's not a real magician because, yep. as we find out, you have to have genes to have 
ability to do magic and he begrudges Zatara and Zatanna because I guess they're really famous actual magicians yep. that can do magic. Yeah. And he begrudges Superman because he's like a flying brick and he's jealous. Yeah. He's like, both of these things kind of make him, it's like, there's no point of being an illusionist. That's right. You've got these guys. Doing magic tricks. And yeah. These guys are the real deal. So yeah. that's his whole shtick. I, and um, I like, <clears throat> I like what happens subsequently. Like after, when he goes to the bar, you see, I guess the hopelessness of him he tries to buy a drink by offering a magic trick to to the um to the yeah. bartender and the bartender's like just basically saying just just pay me it's the like, money no, instead yeah exactly i don't want to see i don't i don't need it what was it one, conjuration sir i think that would be the case even if there wasn't superpower people running around the world you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. And absolutely oh yeah yeah look i didn't even associate it with him saying no because um, it's nothing exciting, but yeah, you're right. It's... I'm sure that's why the villain thinks that's the case. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, true. But at the same time, we know as well, it's just a little bit of a strange thing to offer. Um, it's good on you for being so enthusiastic about your craft, but, you know, it's <laughs> just go busking instead, you know? <laughs> you know if you yeah, want. like, yeah, wasn't he turning stuff on a street corner yeah. instead of... I mean, I guess that's his point, like, no one cares because... Mm. I can see Superman fly from Metropolis instead. So, and he's got this badass pointy beard. Absolutely, <laughs> that's how you know he's a bad guy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's a nice little establishment of what's to come with this guy. He's, as I said, he's got a grudge and looks like he's tied in or he's he's power hungry. Yeah. And um, then we, we cut to the fortress mm. uh, with our favorite giant key. Opening yes. the door. Yeah. And, you know, he, go, he goes and we get a brief. We see the Jorel and Lara statue, the dinosaur. Now, it looks like Lara's statue is kind of looking at him or the dinosaur. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. I just see it like pupilless, but yeah. I yeah. see what you mean. Um, but yeah, but Superman's there. He's got, as you do, has a, has a copy of the Necronomicon, obviously. What he's... the hell is, like, that was so weird to me. He just <laughs> randomly got a copy of the Necronomicon, like, yeah. in well, the fortress. Well, I think, yeah, the fortress, it's like, it's like, um... I mean, an, it's great, but it's just madness. Yeah, like. but I think I, I always see the fortress as, like, that bottomless pit of stuff that he's accrued, so he could pull out anything, and... And yeah, he certainly has a copy of the Necronomicon. It's just—it's um, like this specific evil tome. Yeah, yeah, it's of gr- like this this guy in H.P. Lovecraft stories, Abdul Ahazred, the Mad Arab. Like, yeah. and it's yeah. you know, it's bad news, man. It's really yes. bad news. That should be in a vault somewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's um, akin to the dark hole, all that sort of thing. And so I thought, I thought the threat was going to come from this book, right? But it um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Only the fact that. The book looks so, like, banal. Like it wasn't dressed up. I, I know this is before. Yeah, it looks like a math book. Yeah, yeah. This is before the Sam Raimi trilogy of Evil Dead, so we don't get it, we don't get it covered in in um, bound yeah. in human skin and drawn in inked in blood. But um, it looks very much yeah, like just a textbook. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, having said that, with a Fortress of Solitude, Superman also has this doohickey that can actually detect spectrums. And beyond um, on yeah. things, so I love it. This, this again, the sci-fi element, and uh, for readers that need a visual aid, we see the the linear kind of meter that Superman reads, and it's literally off the chart. It goes into beyond. Yeah. 
beyond the spectrum. So, um, yeah, beyond ultraviolet, beyond invisible. Yes, gamma, X rays, cosmic, cosmic rays. rays yeah, know. and I love this. Um, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. Um, oh, did you? You did. Sorry, he's measuring know. magic. He's um, measuring magic. Yeah, yeah. but I just want to. He's shout. trying to figure out. Sorry. Oh yeah, he's trying to figure out why he is vulnerable to vulnerable it. to and, magic because he's he, invulnerable to everything else. Yeah, so. so he wants to basically fix that problem, make himself invulnerable. Again, um, I thought. I thought it was self-explanatory for me before I read this issue because it's like, well, magic isn't scientific, mm. which is, you know, it doesn't apply to, like, Superman's all based around science and laws of physics, all that stuff, and yeah. magic doesn't apply to any of that, which is why I thought it affected him. But in this, yeah. it turns out magic is a type of science. and um, Yeah. I mean, he even calls that himself. It's so unscientific, and that's exactly what I thought as well. It's like, this is the reason, Superman, because it's beyond the laws of physics. Um but yeah, you're right. There is a there is an explanation which we see later yeah. on. And I just wanted to call out sorry the the artists that you mentioned, Dick Dillon and, and Frank Chiaramonte. Chiaramonte. Yeah. Claire, Chiaramonte. Chiaramonte. Yeah. Um Yeah, I love I love when Superman slammed his fist into his palm. Like, yes, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> that know? was cool. I like that. Yeah. So nice little um little thing there. Uh, but so we, we essentially get two things happening at the same time. We see Superman's thread of him trying to figure out, um, you know, magic, where the mystical energies, magical energies come from. And at the same time, we see Zatanna and her father, Zatara, uh, meeting up yeah. with, uh, what was her name, uh, Madame Van Jung. Uh, and they, th- this was awesome. This was, for me, the, the main bit of the right. of the issue. Uh, basically, this this huge explanation of... What happens, I mean, explanation of Homo sapiens and Hopo, Homo magus. Um, yeah, magus. Magus. Magus, yeah. I'm guessing it would be. Yep. Um, and how, well, like Zatanna's mum was, was uh, that kind of species. Uh, but how, if it's transferred to humans, it becomes less potent. So they need, humans need stuff like incantations yeah they spells. interbreed with humans yep and obviously uh you know the humans had it weaker yep. but like you need to have these homo maguses in your lineage to be able to cast magic at all yep so you can't just learn it no yeah uh, which i'm not sure if that's still like a thing it's still canon or whatever in dc if that's how magic works yep uh, i'm not sure but yes, first time I've heard of it, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think it's pretty um, cool. Yeah, and then that in turn explains why Superman is vulnerable. Um, he's not on from Earth, and he has no Homo Magus genes at all. So. In his blood, yep. so he just has no resistance to it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it. This paddle here, it looks like she's about to kiss. I know, I, I noticed that like as well. It. I just, while we were talking, I was looking at it going, hang on, they're father daughter here, so <laughs> what's yeah. going on? Um, they also talk about how they draw on their power from this other dimension. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm, the Homo Magus, I don't think they're from that dimension, though, right? Um, I don't think so, as well. I think that may... So, I think. I think the humans tap into that dimension. Yep. For magic, I think so. I'm just there's a lot of text here. <laughs> yeah, there are. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I think maybe the Homer Magus 
they tap into it as well, don't they? As well, isn't that this? Isn't this like the well of magic? This, this magic dimension. Um, but they're not. They're not living in it. Um, right. But anyway, yeah. so Zatanna. Um, so what? Uh, they are trying to. She wants to. She wants to open and talk to these people in the yes. magic dimension to basically thank them. <laughs> like, okay. hey, you guys are cool for letting us. Uh, yeah. You know, she she wanted to meet the people of that world, their benefactors. Yeah. Like, uh, so in retrospect, it's a little bit of a, a flimsy excuse to get this thing underway, but that that's a catalyst for for Zatanna to to. I thought it was. A, I thought she'd know better. I I was like, wait, yeah. you don't know what's on that side. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but this is cool because basically. It, I love this idea. It, um, even the the aliens or whatever later on say it's been short circuited. Um, this thing, so it's a very yeah um, earthly, physicsy kind of thing to say. Um, but that's what's happened. Uh, and at the same time as Superman, lo and behold, is uh, experimenting or trying to figure out these wavelengths. Uh, he gets zapped as well. There's a short yeah. circuit in the magic dimension. And it turns out, at the same time, this is later, but the guys from the Magic Dimension, were all, one of the guys was trying to reach out to this dimension, which yeah. is why it all... Yeah. Um, I guess it is, it is kind of necessary. There's a lot to keep but, track of. <laughs> yeah, but I just found those those little, you know, druids. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to those. Yeah. Um, so magic starts pouring in everywhere, and it messes with everything. With everything, and I love this this canvas of normal people, like urban people, farmers, soldiers, you know, scientists, surgeons, paupers, priests. Um, really well, yeah. Everyone gets this blinding light, just bathing them with power. And, and- some. Some people having their power taken away, like Satana, mm-hmm. who tries to put out a fire and she can't. Yep. Um, but with a lot of other people just gaining powers, uh, and similar yeah. with Superman as well. Um, but um, I'm just looking at this picture with the, the nurse. It seems she's flying. What is that? Is that like a flower this guy has um, conjured up? I don't know. You I think that? so. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that's a story or something. It's a very weird thing to do. Um, anyway, everyone seems to be souped up, and then we get that interlude with these um, sorcerers. Muri, the sorcerer, is in the midst of an experiment. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they, they were trying to contact as well. Things are being short-circuited. Yeah, these guys are like little little goblins. Uh, yeah. Which is, like, weird. It didn't expect their design to be like that. Yeah. Or to have, like, a kind of mundane laboratory. <laughs> mm. Well, it's very strange. Maybe this is something that's pre-established. Could be. Yeah, it could be. I, I'm, yeah, not too I sure. mean, it looks like you look at their realm and there's like a castle and yeah. stuff. So it, it's very fantasy looking. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Like, yeah. yeah. It may have been pre-established or maybe something Conway wanted to introduce into it. I'm kind of thinking there may be a way that you wouldn't even need these these people what, this, I think they're drawn well yeah they're yeah they're drawn <laughs> yeah they're drawn well enough they just look odd they look odd um fair yeah, enough you could have done this without them exactly yeah I think like, so because they only the other side of a mystery but I'm not yeah. yeah they only last literally about a page um yeah so uh but anyway so it's, it's a short enough 
explanation what's happening on the other side in the dark in the it's not dark dimension magic dimension yeah um but then we get the return of the guy we saw at the beginning our villain who's gone kind of power mad yep now that he's actually got magic powers he's like turning the bartender into frogs he's putting people in the cages cages he's um making uh, tvs fly away because he was annoyed that people were watching the footy or whatever it was um yeah yeah and and conway says of course uh to say that Caligula the Great has gone mad would be understating the case. So he's absolutely lost the plot. Um, he's doing all sorts of stuff. And he, he conjures up the two people that he... Superman saw, and Satana. Yep. Yeah, that he saw recently. Um, and he just wants to show them. Was that right? Um, that Or oh, he wants to kill them with the killer birds. But yeah, he, he wants to take it out of them because he sort of has a grudge against them. Yeah. Uh, and I love Superman's expression when he's first summoned. That made me laugh. It's <laughs> kind of disgruntled look. It's like, huh? Yeah. Disgruntled confusion. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love this. You know, we talked about it on the cover. This magic carpet yeah. because it just it just calls back, like it expands this idea of magic. Like we've heard of the magic carpet, say you know in Alibaba and and, and those yeah. different sorts of um, realms. And so to tie that in with this magic and how it's all connected. Uh, I think that was pretty a, a fun way to have Superman fly again as well. It reminded me yeah. of the Silver Surfer, the way he was talking mm. about the movement of it, and it's yeah. quite intuitive. Uh, so yeah, and so we have Zatanna's lost her powers, and these mm. birds start attacking her. So Superman's like, "All right, I've got to fly over and grab her." And, but as he says, "Fly over," a magic carpet appears beneath his feet. Yeah, so he's kind of willing things into existence with magic. Um, and a brick wall is conjured by the bad guy. Superman tries to punch <laughs> through it. Ow! It's so funny. Sorry. It's so like rudimentary. Like, you yeah. know, you're magical. You can come up with anything. He just comes up with a brick wall to, to, to stop him. You know? Yeah. Um, why not come up with some weirdo demonic creature or I don't know? Just go yeah. have a bit of flair, Caligro. Um, but anyway, that that was fun. It was good also to show that Superman had lost his powers. He tries to. Yeah, tries to punch uh, the wall and yow, <laughs> he gets yeah, he gets hurt, uh, as you would if you punch a wall. Um, so, yeah, um, and, and moving on again, this thing with Zatanna and her casting, I think it's it's slightly I'm speaking backwards. Yeah, it's slightly charming because it's such a yeah, such I a like it. Simple old school <laughs> thing. It's like a... from a very classic tale telling. Yeah. There's a cool moment in uh, uh, a Justice League story where Superman saves Satana and she says thanks afterwards, but she says it backwards. Oh. And like, by accident. Yeah. Because because she used that. I just thought that was, like, a little charming. Ah. But, like, she speaks backwards so much that, you know, she starts talking backwards normally sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, wouldn't, but, um, uh, wouldn't Bizarro then be just, like, Oh, well, he doesn't have any of the, oh, God, the genes. He, <laughs> he doesn't have the genes. But I was about to say, I he's talking backwards all the time. It would be like... I don't know enough about how her magic works. Because yeah, yeah, Const- yeah. Constantine, I'm pretty sure, doesn't speak backwards. So Okay. Um, Here's another one but, I'm pretty keen to to, to learn yeah, more of. Like, yeah. Z- Zatanna and Constantine are my two. Yeah. I want Superman to team up with them more, and Raven as well. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Zatanna explains, hey... Uh, it looks like you've lost your powers, but you have magic powers now. So we get this cool setup where she's like, you have to stop him. And Superman's like, I don't know how to, because I don't know how to use magic. So she has to uh, guide him 
She, and yeah. she, she goes, repeat what I do. Yeah. And I like how she's kind of hiding behind him, whatever, yeah. and like yeah. she's got his hands on. She's like, repeat what I do. Like she's a puppet, puppeteer. Yeah. That's um, so funny. Yeah, because he basically, he just, he does exactly what she says, um, you know, by way of incantations. Uh, and it's funny. The, Sorry? The backwards speaking works for Superman, I guess. So I don't know. Yeah, well, he's got he's got magic somehow. He's he's been yeah. da- dazzled with magic now, so he yeah he can do that. Um, it was fun to to just look at the words and make out what's going. And they're very straightforward, you know, like um yeah, um pour rain or something from the cloud, um said backwards. But yeah, it is fun to just kind of look at yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, obviously, it takes you a while to like read what oh, they're yeah. saying. Yeah, um, you can read it. Like it's not impossible, but no, um... yeah, I, I just kind of glance and I, I looked at what Zatanna said, and I, I looked at Superman's word balloon. Yep, yep, they said exactly the same thing. Good, just making sure. Um, but yeah, she pretty much takes him through the the steps to to get Caligro. Turns a he turns a brick wall into snow. Yeah, that's really cool. And he summons some rain. I like how Caligro's uh, got like flying cloud boots. That he uses to fly away with. Yeah, he's. Superman says, "I feel like I'm in a movie by Ray Ray Harryhausen," which yeah. is funny because I just watched one the other day. Oh, uh, the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Oh, uh, right, okay. So, uh, very kind of fantastical sort of things. Have you Have you seen any of those? Like that, Jason the Argonauts. Yeah, I didn't know Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, he he's yeah. the special effects. Guy ah, that okay. Does and like right. to be honest, the only good thing about them is the special effects. But <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. they are really good. So yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny because I'm like, you know, they probably look better than that. Not that they look bad, but um, yeah, it's just a funny analogy uh, yeah, no, that I liked because it's very of the time. Of the time, yeah, exactly. Um, so Caligro kind of get donked on the head with a. A fire hydrant. He fire kind of, hydrant. Yeah, he flows onto it. I, that, that yeah, that, that's hurt. the end of him. <laughs> that would hurt. That would hurt though as well. It um, would. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So he's knocked out. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and basically, well, basically things conveniently go back. Um, well, s- sort of. I like how. Um, well, not really. Like so. Well, they man... they conjure up the yeah the. Yeah, he tries to use a supervision, then a magic crystal ball pops up, which I thought was funny. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, they um, they are able to find the source using the ball. Yep. So then they fly up with the magic carpet. They're both on it. <laughs> yeah, and they have and to she, close the um, the leak. Yeah. Yep. She gives him the commands for closing the yep. rift. Yeah. Which you know, uh, it's um, you know, we're talking about four panels here. It's a pretty quick fix. It was pretty good. Good way to just neatly, yeah. you know, finish and, uh, finish things off. Uh, his yeah. powers return, so yep. he catches her, and they and she uh, senses her powers back as well. And uh, she mentions now that she stopped the fire with drapes, as opposed to like just in case. I mean, when were the you, fire was happening. Um, yeah, <laughs> were you wondering at all, uh, Connor? Uh, no, actually, I things well, were. Moving so fast that I was caught yeah. up. I think I didn't. Uh, I didn't as well. But I think Conway just you know very a consummate professional wanted to make sure any yep. loose ends were were met. Um, 
but yeah, yeah. So they they kind of hid under the curtain, under the drapes. Mm. Um, but yeah, and 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 Caligro taken away. Poor fella. He did have a little bit. He had a little time under the sun with all this magic. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Like he could have he could have done a lot more. It was his fault. He conjured up Superman and, and Zatanna. He should have just you know robbed a few mm. banks or something, or you know, or just used his magic a bit more before. I guess if. If he didn't conjure up Superman to Tana, maybe they wouldn't have found each other quickly, and it could have been worse. So, oh, oh I thought maybe then Caligra would have had power more for longer. I mean, that's that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, yeah, Superman does mention there are some people who might disagree. Some people who saw their dreams become reality, if only for an instant. Yeah. And for those people, their dreams will never be the same. Mm. And that's the end. Sad looking Caligro. Yeah. Uh, well drawn as well. I mean, I like this this art. Very, um, felt it was a yeah, bit, a bit, un, mean, a bit uneven here and there, but there were some faces and um and figures that were really well drawn. Yeah, I thought it was fine. And yeah. I mean, I think obviously, I think the ending was a bit rushed because the entire climax is on the last page. So. Yeah, well, see, that's what I thought. I mean, I thought the the whole clim- the climax was with Caligro and all that, and this was just like, yeah, this was very much rushed towards the end. Yeah. But, I guess the focus wasn't on closing it at all, which it should it should have been because that's you know that's a bigger problem than Caligro. But um, but yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it was strange. It was just neatly wrapped up um, towards the end. It says uh, next issue, Superman teams with another favorite heroine, Batgirl, to ask the question: Who haunts this house? Oh, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Uh, so yeah, I liked this issue. I, I had fun reading it. It was it was not what I expected, and and. <laughs> In a positive way. Yeah, me too. I, I I think I didn't really know what to expect. I think, as you said, I was expecting just a a brouhaha, you know, with yeah. magic and a team up with Zatanna and Superman against some magical being. Uh, but it proved to be a lot more than that. And we got, a, I love uh, this sense of, you know, adding to the lore of stuff. So yeah, um, finding out about the magic dimension, Homer Magus, um that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. And the art was was, was more than solid. Uh, so, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, at only, what, nine, that, that was 19 pages. So that's even less than a usual Yeah, the, the comic story book. finished on page 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was surprised it was so quick. Uh, oh, but, yeah. you know, again, I'm a sucker for these two characters teaming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish it happened more often. Um, I guess it, I guess it usually happens in the Justice League, but you know, it's not quite the same. But yeah. uh, again, that's what DC Comics Press is good for, you know, pairing in with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed this year. I enjoyed like how wordy it was. Yeah, <laughs> like, there definitely was a bit of wordiness. Uh, but again, this is uh, you know we're talking about 1980, right? Uh, Jerry Conway. It was Conway. all like you know the the sort of weird esoteric kind of yeah. wordiness. Like the it wasn't just like. I'm going to lift my foot here and put my foot oh, over there. Yeah, no. It was, uh, yeah. you know, all, it all said first, it was a bit talking heads, which I can see being a turnoff. Uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for me, this was like a exception, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Excellent. Shall we give, uh, shall we give this a rating out of, sure. out of, uh, Necronomicons? Yeah, that's a good one. Necronomicons. Right. Um, I'll give it, um, oh, you go first. 
Uh, yeah, look, I'll, I'll give it. Um, I'll give it a solid seven. I'd say. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy. Like, part of me is a bit of a sucker for, for Jerry, Jerry Conway stuff. Um, and this was an interesting enough story. It, it didn't. It wasn't predictable in you know in mm. the sense of what I was thinking was going to happen. Uh, and uh, you know, although the the main threat say uh, wasn't as it didn't create as much you know, excitement and thrills, as you probably would expect. It was still just fun to see Superman have magic uh, and to, yeah, to see Zatanna kind of work side by side with him uh, and to learn more about this magic dimension. So, yeah, seven seven Necronomicons. Uh, How about yourself, Connor? I'll give it a seven too. Yeah. Almost a 6.5 because of how rushed, like, the ending was. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only downside, really. I enjoyed it. Uh, I would really like DC to collect these. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, us... again, a call out. Yeah, yeah give us an omnibus, give us something. Uh, you can get this in the Showcase Presents, DC Comics Presents, Superman Team Ups Volume 1, okay. but that's in black and white, so they're kind oh. of like the essentials. Uh, yeah, I would like right. a colour reprint of this would be really nice. That'd be great. I mean, again... See, please. <laughs> as I say, like, you know, not only the story, but just the... The art is is great. Uh, it'd be great to collect this with the, the nice colours. Um, so I'm kind of looking at a digital version, and they've obviously redone it. But the colours are quite vibrant. Really, you know, really good to really good to look at. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, until next time. Uh, keep that carpet around. You never know when it will come in handy. <laughs> Make sure you have curtains as well. You never know in case your your friend sets fire to your house. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Get See up. ya. See ya. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com, our Twitter at lskpodcast, our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.